HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program is brought to you by Heritage Foods USA, the nation's largest distributor of heritage breed pigs and turkeys. For more information, visit heritagefoodsusa.com. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. We're a member-supported food radio network broadcasting over 35 weekly shows live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. Join our hosts as they lead you through the world of craft brewing, behind the scenes of the restaurant industry, inside the battle over school food, and beyond. Find us at heritageradionetwork.org. So you don't shun the devil with your rock and roll load. Knows that country music's gonna save your soul. The Welcome back to the Speakeasy. I'm your host, Southern Teague. My buddy Damon Bolte is traveling the world. I don't actually even know where he's at right now. Uh, he was in Italy. He was in France. I don't know. Maybe he's looking at underpants. <laughs> yes, if I know him, that's what he's doing. Uh, so anyway, we're going to have a great show today. It's uh, another hot day here in Brooklyn. Summer is upon us uh, in, in a quick hurry. And uh, in the studio, we've got Darren Grenya from Your Sincerely here in Bushwick, Brooklyn. How you doing? I'm great, man. Welcome to the studio. Thank you so much for having me. Super stoked to have you. I am stoked to be had. <laughs> we're going to talk about um, a lot of things, and we're going to wind up talking about the thing that you do now, which is your tap cocktail program that goes on at, at Your Sincerely. So, but we're, I like to go chronologically, so we're going to start with kind of the beginning. Not all the way back to birth. But uh, boring. We, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The first few years are pretty slow. Um, but what uh, what what kind of got you into this? And, and while you get started, I'm gonna, you brought some drinks for us that are all your tap cocktails, right? Yeah. I mean, you didn't bring them all, but all of these cocktails that you have here. Yeah, I brought tap. eight different taps. Remind me what I'm about to open. That one there is called the Speed of Light. It's uh, sort of like a lavender soda. It's a low ABV cocktail. It's got coca americano rosa, uh, lemon, lavender, lime. Uh, lavender agave syrup, lavender tincture. Cool. And we're going to see if it... Or rem- lemon, yeah. We're going to see if it remained carbonated on the way over. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, <laughs> that was the moment of truth, right? Sweet. I could see your face. You're like, please, please, please. I'm going to pour some. I'm going to pass around. Also, silently in the studio, we've got the angry Matt Rezler. He's not going to say anything, but he's going to drink with us today. <laughs> Keeping quiet. Matt, Matt from, Keep quiet. Matt from TOTC-nominated Bargoto. Way to go, Matt. Um, so, yeah, what, what got you going? Um... Well, beginning, uh, I've been in the industry, this is about my 20th year now. I started um, 
Holy shit, this is as, really refreshing and bright, by uh, the way. I really thank you very much. Uh, my wife is uh, played a big part in that cocktail. Actually, she said, "I want you to do a lavender drink." It's like, really? Okay, all right. <laughs> um, started as a as a cook actually at Outback Steakhouse when I was nineteen. No um, rules, just right. No rules, just right. Yeah, um, worked my way through there. <laughs> got into the front of the house because I wanted to make. I saw the the staff, uh, the wait staff, make you know if it was busier, they made more money. Uh, right, whereas if it was busier work. for you, you just worked harder. Yeah, I was like, hmm, that sounds pretty cool. So, uh, worked my way, bust, hosted, served, and uh, got into uh, bartending right before I actually quit there. I did a stint actually uh, in Mexico. I worked as a spring break travel guide um, for about six years, uh, three months out of the year. Um, went down there and just got people drunk, uh, promoted <laughs> parties. It's a lot of fun. So I, I had quit uh, uh, back to, to go do that one of the years. But um, moved to San Diego in 2000. All right. Um, and got a job in a restaurant slash nightclub there. So that was where I kind of got into like the actual uh, bar world or, or the nightclub bar world anyway. That's part um, of it. Yeah, it, it, it is a version of it. And uh, <laughs> so I, I hoard myself out uh, to a bunch of different bars in San Diego, um, most of which are not in, in existence anymore. Um, that would, that's the nature of but, nightclubs. They, right. it's, it's hit it and quit it. Yeah, every couple of years, rebrand, close down, start over. I always assume that it's the same people, too. It that, is the same people. Right. Yeah. They, they, I can name off like four, uh, four or five that, that I went through that no longer exist, and they all own uh, new existing clubs. Right. Yeah. They just, just switch locations or... Or just Actually fold and rebrand, right? Split off and steal people, and uh, yeah. Um, but a great community. I'm not talking crap, but I love no, it. No, me either. A ton of uh, met a ton of obviously in the in this world. You meet a lot of great people, lifelong friends. So uh, worked out there. You know, barback uh, bartended um, about seven years or so. Uh, so got used to the high volume speed. You know, really all they cared about was what your you know what's your what's your highest you know, ring, right? Um, and how many people can you get into the club on Friday and Saturday night? <laughs> Actually, had requirements at a couple of the clubs where we had. To, yeah, no, I've seen these. Had to present a list, like rubrics of, of oh, yeah. uh, what what your your KPI, what you have to bring into the door. Yep. If you don't, you get a crappy well, and then you're like, ah. um, so did that, and then uh, all the while uh, I have a construction background. I uh, had a home remodeling business out there. Um, Man, so man of many parts. So I did, yeah. I did uh, Monday through Saturday, always um, remodeling homes, flipping houses when it was the big boom, um, and you know working on the weekends in the bar. Uh, had bought a house, lost it in uh, the whole debacle, um, two thousand seven, two thousand eight. There, uh, so sort of wanted to eventually escape San Diego. My brother. Um, I have a twin, actually. Where's he, Damon when I need him? I know. It's <laughs> creepy. Twin. I'll say the same thing I say every time he says the word twin. Creepy. So, <laughs> so weird. Just creepy, man. <laughs> um, so he, he was already out here. He's uh, a hairdresser. He owns a salon in uh, Chelsea called I, IGK Salons. Um, it's in the Dream, Dream Hotel. A uh, little plug for him. Yeah, right on. <laughs> Let's go um, get, everybody go get your hair cut at the, IGK. Yep. Um, he was already out here, so I wanted to, you know, get away. And where, you know, where where would I go? Let's go out there and sleep on his couch um, for what a while. Are, what are brothers for? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he definitely. I, I owe that guy big time because I came out here with nothing. So um, he supported me for a long time. Um, I feel like this long story short is becoming long, but that's all right. That's um, why we're here. 
So it's a talk show. That's true. Very good. <laughs> How much longer do we have? Yeah. Um, so went to, oh, cheers, by the way. Cheers. Yeah, yeah. I've already finished mine. <laughs> it's really good. It's more. And I've got a ton more. So we'll, move, we'll, we'll move through a few of them. Um, so escaped to New York. Not from New yeah. York, but I escaped to New York. Um, came out here not wanting to do construction. Um, but I did bring my tools as a backup. I, um, smart man. Yeah. Just, just in case, um, my, my idea was to come out here, just get a bartending gig. And, um, it's super easy to do in New York. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Totally. Especially coming from not New York. Um, so yeah, I thought New York would tell me what I was going to do with my life. Um, and, uh, you know, after months and months of not finding anything, because everyone wants two years of New York uh, bartending experience. Yep. <laughs> Doesn't matter how many prior you had. Um, it just didn't work out. So uh, on one bummed out day, I was, uh, I was with a buddy of mine, and uh, we were at a bar in Bushwick that had just opened up um, called Miles, and uh, just kind of like, you know, being bummed out and... Uh, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm, you know, my brother's paying for everything. I'm sleeping on his couch. You my know. brother's paying for these drinks I'm having. <laughs> yeah, he, actually, I'm going to send him a bill for what I brought. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, just being bummed out. And and my buddy was my buddy Ben was really trying, you know, cheering me up, doing a good job about that. And uh, this uh, gentleman named Julian, who is now my business partner and best friend, uh, was sitting at the randomly sitting at the bar that was just. Uh, myself and my friend and then him and his girlfriend at the time they had just come in they looked beaten and broken um they were in the midst of just starting to build out uh, a little restaurant called Deer Bushwick and uh I overheard them complaining to the bartender that their contractor had skated on them um I think it was like 25,000 they had paid them and he just kind of never showed up again um left some tools that's opportunity knocking dude uh Looking back, yes. Um, I, yeah, it, my, my buddy actually had the balls to, like, you know, be like, yo, this guy's a contractor. And I was like, no, dude, you know, I don't want to do that. But <laughs> right. I, I kind but of. That's th- why you brought those tools. But that's exactly. And um, so we just actually, there was no thought of, like, you know, it really didn't even pop into my head, like, yo, I'm going to get a job out of this. We just were kind of talking shit about contractors and what we've dealt with, you know, and myself with subcontractors and, you know, yeah, I mean, it's hard to get people to show up on time and to actually show up and come back and do what they say and, you know, say what they mean. And, and then I was, you know, I was like, well, you know, I'm, I'm not doing anything except sleeping on my brother's couch. So I'll come over, check out your spot. If there's anything that I can do to help, um, let me know, you know, showed up the next day, said, pick a, Pick a project and uh, and we'll get we'll get going on it, you know. And long story short, ish, um, I became a partner and we built out there Bushwick and opened that in uh, 2012, end of 2012. And uh, Julian knew uh, a wonderful lady named Natasha David. Yes, who we did all our, know her? She's amazing. She is amazing. Yes, and Jeremy, her husband, and their little baby, who's the cutest kid I've ever seen. Besides my child, <laughs> um, yeah. equally, okay. All equally right. cute. Um, yes. And uh, they're in a tie for number one. <laughs> um, so 
she did our very first, uh, our, she did everything for our first uh, cocktail menu at, at Der Bushwick, trained me. Um, I mean, that's, a, listen, man, that's opportunity knocking again. You got your first gig in New York, you got trained by Natasha. It was huge. I mean, it was, and, and, you know, I, I didn't necessarily know what that meant at the time, but now watching her and seeing who she is now, you know, I, I realized how amazing that was. And so what, year, what, what year was this? Uh, this would have been 2012. 12, okay. Yeah. Um, I think actually we might have been her first consulting gig. Maybe. Um, if I'm not mistaken. Um, although it didn't seem like her first. Uh, yeah, she's poised. Yeah. She's very, uh, very great. She's on it. And I'll tell you, man, the technique, her technique, I, I, I really, I stuck with it the entire time that we had Dear Bushwick. Um, she, you know, worked super clean. Everything, you know, gets put back. I loved it. Um, yep. Very meticulous. So it, that is kind of what really got me into the craft of, because um, I was I already worked with my hands anyway. So I was like, this, the craft of this is awesome. So started reading books, read every book I could find about history, cocktail, you know, um, and uh, took you know she got me actually she got me on to Bar Smarts, uh, did that did Bar Smarts Advanced. Wish I could have done the five day. It's expensive, uh, man. Never pulled that one off. <laughs> Unless you can get some sponsorship. That's uh, yeah. Never say never, but right. I, I haven't done it. <laughs> it's it's a pricey. It's a tag on. I look at it every time and I think, oh man, if I could get somebody to cover four of that, it's, if I could get someone to cover four fifths of it, I'll do it. And you know, it's worth. <laughs> I'm sure it's worth. You know, but every single person that. who goes through it, that goes through it, does does amazing things. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's worth like more. It's, it's basically it's just, a golden yeah. ticket. Absolutely. Um, anyway, but yeah, so we'll get there. We'll go together. We'll get we'll there. Split yeah. it. That would be yeah, let's, yeah. we'll do two and a half days each. each. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so she she really gave me that inspiration of um, that that whole the craft techniques. So I took I took that and kind of went with it, and um, and and yeah, we uh, we had Deer Bushwick for a while, and, and so Deer Bushwick was classic cocktails with some modern twists yeah and a full-on restaurant full-on restaurant we were in english uh, country kitchen we had an amazing chef named jessica wilson um look out for her by the way she's on doing her own thing and be, just being amazing um she, she got a name yet or she yeah she is yeah she, i mean she has a name absolutely but no, I mean, um, and, I mean, oh in terms of a, of a space it's gonna be called grace i'm not sure grace oh, yeah it's gonna yeah. be called grace um so we'll look sure. out for that yeah um and uh yeah it was a fun it was a fun ride um we you know she was very like uh we had an amazing pork chop that was one of the things that most people know us for so lots of meats veggies she did some amazing stuff there i i was inspired greatly by her um in the cocktail realm and um she helped me with a lot of things as well so so she had to move on and then you you shut down and rebranded right she yeah she moved on we um shut down rebranded uh the dear bushwick side uh to sincerely burger uh burger spot um that was just over a year ago um all the while we had the space next door so we always had two spots um for a while it was started out as an airbnb apartment that we rented out that helped us to to pay for things um (laughs) kept us afloat especially (laughs) during especially during the build out things Um, are often expensive one of the one of the (laughs) One of the main reasons why it was we were able to take nine months to build the Dibbushwick out, but um, always with the idea to put a bar in there. Um, it's going to be a speakeasy or you know a bunch of different things, but uh, you know it just took a while to do it, and um, we toyed with a bunch of different concepts, and um, you know thankfully it took us a while to get to 
the point of being able to put it together because some of the original concepts just wouldn't have wouldn't have worked out. But um, we, yeah, you know, always having the space, we um, we knew that we wanted to do something that was different and something that uh, we could you know really be happy about. And somehow, well, we were dealing well, with before we get straight into. You're sincerely. Let's finish up with sincerely burger. Sincerely burger. Yep. The sincerely burger. You started doing just burgers. No, no more full. Just burger. Cool. Yeah. Fried chicken yeah, sandwich. Pour more, let's pour some more of that. You, you're, yeah. Let's you're, do some more drinks. You're, you're reading me loud and clear. My mouth's getting dry, so I need some more booze. So, you switched the program to just burgers and cocktails, but you went a, a step further with the cocktails there, in that they are all prepared. Oh, right. In advance. Yes, and I love that word that you. Uh, I think the first time that you and I met. You uh, brought out that word that you preferred prepared to be. There's still uh, there's a difference. It's extremely prepared. Let's go the other way. A batched cocktail Mm -hmm. is you know a cocktail that you cheat all your non-perishables together. Let's just say it's a Manhattan. You go and you go and put your 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 rye whiskey and your vermouth and your bitters into a a vessel, but then you still have to dilute and chill over ice. So that's that's batched. Prepared is. The water ratio has already go. been added, and it's been chilled already. Yeah, right. So you you, you do all prepared cocktails at the at, at the yes, burgers, sir. At yeah. sincerely burger. Uh, yeah, we, we yeah we, the idea was to kind of we ran into um, you know it's a one it's a one man bar one girl bar one person bar um, also at, at your sincerely so you know getting bogged down with with seven ingredient cocktails when you're trying to uh have you know perfect timing with food appetizers things like that um we always ran into situations where um the bartender was getting backed up and you know tables would get their appetizers before they got their drinks which should never happen it's a bad look yeah yeah so um going into sincerely burger i wanted to um to make that easier and i really wanted to not necessarily have uh or have to have a quote-unquote bartender. I wanted it to another inspiration from uh, White Lion. Actually, it was just everybody that worked there could do everything. That yep. was sort of the the idea from that. And um, and uh, yeah, White, so White Lion, God rest its soul, it's gone. Uh, I was there on the last night. I wish so bad. <clears throat> I was there on a night. Uh, Ryan, uh, he just he. I was there. He was there. He, a couple he, nights actually. Yeah, he just told me. Um, I said, why are you closing this thing? You got so much accolades and so many awards. And he's like, <laughs> just wait, buddy. I got, I got a great idea. More to come. So I'm excited for I what comes yeah. next. Oh, my God. I can't wait. Um, but a great inspiring place for me as well. And we'll talk about that, too. It's just amazing. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, the, the, the prepared cocktail thing was just, you know, it, it's perfect. So It makes sense. Um, it does. For that does. business model. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't work in, you know. It doesn't work everywhere. Some people like it, some people don't. But, yeah, for, for what we wanted to do, we just wanted to sort of simplify things. Um, we shrunk it to, you know, we just have four classics on the menu. Um, margarita, daiquiri, Negroni, old-fashioned. Um, basically, our, sort of our, our top sellers. Um, of course. Before beer, wine, you can do neat and rocks, pours, stuff like that. Um, and we do have a couple of sodas that you can mix, um, do like one-on-ones. But um, for the most part, it's all prepared uh, menus, so. And it's really it's really helped streamline uh, the speed of sort of a bur- burger joint. So, right, sounds great to yeah. me. I can get a quick burger and a quick classic cocktail. I'm yeah. in, yeah. And, and maybe a beer on the side. Right. Absolutely, I beer got, and a shot. I got two hands. You got those two. <laughs> Vengeful God gave me only one mouth, <laughs> but I use it to great uh, to great use here at, at, at Heritage Radio Network. Um, we're going to take a quick break um, now that we've gotten sort of up to date, and yeah. then we'll come back and we'll talk about 
the tap cocktail program that you have going on at uh, the, the next iteration. Right? Awesome. Yeah. Cheers. We'll come right back. Cheers. Hi, I'm Mike Edison for Heritage Foods USA, and I want to tell you a story. Sam Edwards of S. Wallace Edwards & Sons has been one of Heritage Foods' greatest partners and a Heritage Radio Network sponsor for many years. Sam produces some of the greatest ham in America, cured in an old-world style for up to 400 days until they are perfect and ready to serve. Sadly, though, Sam's entire facility in Surrey, Virginia, was destroyed by a fire early this year, including his smokehouse and literally thousands of hams. It was an incredible blow to everyone that is part of the Heritage Foods USA chain. We now had thousands of hams that Sam normally would have smoked and cured. Our entire network of family farmers who depend on Sam's business every week were potentially devastated by this loss. Incredibly, our extended community of cure masters came together and helped us out by boosting their heritage charcuterie production, starting new curing lines, and helping us turn a disaster into a new heritage foods initiative to better the quality and taste of American charcuterie through the use of pasture-raised heritage breeds. Heritage Foods is now able to premiere a brand new selection of ham, bacon, and salami from true American artisans with generations of experience behind them, dedicated to the art of curing by hand, even as we continue to offer Sam Edwards fantastic hams while they are still available and help him rebuild his business. Heritage Foods USA has been a proud sponsor of the Heritage Radio Network since day one. We hope you'll visit our website, heritagefoodsusa.com, to learn more and check out our entire line of steaks, chops, provision, gifts, including this amazing cured ham I am eating right now. Wow, this stuff is good. It could change your life. Hey, I'm Jimmy Carboni, host of Beer Sessions Radio on the Heritage Radio Network. Our show's about beer, cider, things behind it like grains and malts and hop growers, and we'll talk to beer bar owners, brewers, kind of the whole world of of what's going on in drinks. Tune in on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Support my show and all of the Heritage Radio Network programs. Go to heritageradionetwork.org and click on the beating heart to donate. And we're back on the speakeasy. With Darren Grenya. Sorry, we're just pouring some cocktails for ourselves. Sorry. What did you pour for us there? This is your uh, tap uh, margarita. This is, yeah, this is, uh, we call it the El Nino. Um, we've got uh, Pueblo Viejo uh, Blanco tequila in there. Uh, Good juice. Lovely, lovely stuff. Yeah. Underrated. Um, like super underrated. It's super underrated. I, yeah, for the price, it's yeah. amazing. Um, You're welcome, Pueblo Viejo. Yeah. Agave, uh, orange bitters, orange tincture, um, lime acid. Right, so let's talk about that. This is a margarita, and it fucking tastes like a margarita. Thank you. But there's no juice in there. There's no juice in... And the reason you do that is because at uh, your Sincerely, you have <coughs> 32 cocktails on the menu. And well, we have, we, have 30, we have 31 taps. We have 20 tapped cocktails. 20, at, at the moment. 20 tapped cocktails. So all, and it's 10 and 10, right? 10 carbonated, 10 flat. Am eight. I messing this up? You, you give me the numbers. That's fine. I'll, let me see if I remember. I've already had a drink or two. Let me see if I remember. Um, so we have eight carbonated drinks. Five of those are cocktails. Three of those are uh, house-made sodas. Oh, red. Um, that we have. We have a uh, mixer and elixir section where we, you can add liquor to it, you know, to, if you just want to not get too crazy and do like a one-on-one kind of thing. Um, and then 
And then, yeah, and then we have 11, 12 uh, nitrogen pours, and that's including two uh, cocktail shots that, we, that are undiluted specifically for um, shooting. And my, my reasoning for that was working in nightclubs, having mixer shots. I, I just was of like, oh, let's have... Yeah. Why not? For the people that don't want to do a straight shooter. So. I'll be, you know, I'm going to come clean to the and audience. I've been to your, yeah, yeah, and six beers. I've, I've come to your bar with my buddy Sean Johnson, who works for me to Mori Margo, and we drank one of every. I saw pictures. Cocktail. I put out photos. I was like, this <laughs> shit is great. <laughs> and thank you, man. I, dude, I, we've actually had people come into the bar that were sent by you. Oh, yeah, man. I said people, if, they're, if they say I, they're out that way, I'm like, you got to hit the spot. You have no idea how much that means to, to all of us, oh, uh, yeah. my team. And it's everything. my pleasure. We appreciate it. Um, real quickly, uh, Dame, Damon just texted me. He's in Florence, Italy. <laughs> I had no idea. He's a little over. bit off. He just said, I'm in Florence, Italy doing a, a guest bartending shift. Have a great show. So thanks, Damon. Nice you, bud. Yeah. Um, cool. So, uh, so this want, is delicious. So thank you, you got to talk about, cause I get the sense that, and I've, I've never thought of making drinks or even making food as, as art. I certainly see it as craft, but this kind of starts to border on science. This is making me think back to my time at Booker and Dax with, with. Crazy ass Dave Arnold. Rhett got you know, rest in peace. That one. Yeah, it's coming back. They're, looking, it? oh, for, nice. they're looking for a space. They almost Didn't landed a space and then it got swept by. Honestly, a sweetheart of a, a, sh- a handshake deal. The place okay. they were going to get, um, the landlord of the building had promised it just by handshake to someone who lived uh. in the building, and they were almost done and ready to ink the paper when that guy stepped forward and said, "You know what? I do want it." So I feel pretty okay with that. Okay. Loss. But they, they're still they're searching. Awesome. So Booker Dax. The Booker Dax will rise again. Yeah, that uh, Dave Arnold was uh, another huge, gigantic inspiration. Uh, him and Ryan. Um, yeah. Those are those are the the gods, uh, but um, what, what were we talking about? This, uh, this is <laughs> going right to my head here. <laughs> uh, you're going. I said there's, there's this kind of borders on science. Oh yeah, I appreciate you, you saying that, man. Because we do a lot of work. It's alchemy. Behind the scenes. Yeah, behind the scenes. Um, Preparing. No, That's the work behind the scenes. It's prepared. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I mean, it's very meticulous. We, you know, the it's. You know, opening the bar, you know, going against, you, you, we, we knew that we were going to battle people's preconceived uh, notions of what they've experienced um, in the draft cocktail realm. Mm-hmm. There are people that are doing it. It's been around for a while. We definitely did not invent this. And there are people doing it. We really, just went whole hog about the thing. We just wanted to, yeah, like, take it by the balls. Why not? Um, so we knew that, you know, we had to do it good and we had to do it right. And um, so... Uh, the juice thing, um, if that's where we're going with this, yeah. you want to start talking about that? Because um, it's, it's, not, it's not the best thing in the world to put juice inside of a keg. No, yeah. I mean, we wanted to, um, I wanted to make sure things would last. I had no idea how many we were going to sell. Sure, how, how fast you know, you're going to go like, through them. Yeah. What's, like, a turn, what's a turnover on a keg, et cetera. Yeah, I need these things to last for a couple of weeks at least, you know, and then I was kind of like, well, let's make them last forever. Like, why, why you know, um, especially if they're going to be in a, a, a cavern that is, you know, if you can uh, purge the, the oxygen out and make it this thing that is, you know, free from oxidation. And yeah. um, so, you know, reading Dave Arnold's book inspired the, the whole acid thing, although in his book he says he would never use the acid to replace fresh juice. Um, but that's... So there, Dave. That made, that made me want to do it. <laughs> um, so we took that, and uh, in the beginning, we, we were doing... Uh, this, this has been 
uh, let me say, a complete evolution. I'm learning and failing every day. Uh, but also the, the main thing is that we're learning. Um, you know, you learn from mistakes, and it's been a huge, uh, amazing ride. Um, if you learn from mistakes, I am a fucking genius. That's, yeah. So um, it has been a constant evolution. So we're, we're you know, working together, uh, constantly changing things and improving and seeing if we can make things uh, work better and more streamlined. So in the, in the beginning, we... Um, our sort of uh, acid was uh, a mix of of uh, malic and, and citrus acid or citric acid um, and water so sort of making a blend there and then using a, a, a peel a citrus peel tincture to give it its flavor which so you were also amazing making which we were also making yeah. everything you're, that you're, we you're do, in like a kitchen lab over there right <laughs> yeah everything that we do we make and it, it is a Monday through Friday uh, you know all day gig Um but, uh, so you have guys, including yourself, or is it just yeah. you that, that are dedicated to this I aspect? One hundred percent could not do this on my own. Um, I have an amazing team that that is behind me. Uh, first, with my business partner, who is the reason why this whole thing was put together. He is uh, amazing at kind of like putting the puzzles together, and then uh, staff. Um, these these guys are, are awesome. They're they're really the backbone of our and the face of our business. Um, we all take part in the in the preparing uh, process, um, and my wife, you know, she helped me really create. I mean, we I had just had my baby, and uh, when we were when I was doing like tasting, and you thought to yourself, she hasn't done enough. I'm gonna put her to work. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna make her drink every day. Um, and we were going through the tasting phase of the menu, and uh, we I we at, we were living in an apartment that had a basement, so I made a little bar down there. And uh, I literally every day for about seven months, I was down there making and drinking alcohol. Um, and my business partner actually it's lived above life. us. And I was like <laughs> texting him like, yo, are you awake? Like, are you ready to drink? Because I have something you need to try. <laughs> and you wake up tomorrow and you can't Elliot's remember what sleeping. it was. Yeah. <laughs> I can't sleep and I need you to come taste some booze. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was definitely a process. Um, Anyway, enough uh, giving shout-outs. Uh, so we were doing the, the tincture with the, the acid. Um, very good uh, sort of trade-out. It worked for a while. But I tried to make it a little bit more cost-effective. I was about to say, what's the cost-effective? That's yeah. literally my next question. So Tincture was, is, you know... Uh, well, another shout-out. Shout uh, the industry standard or the technical reserve was, is what we are using. Um, Priced right for them, but for you know what we're, we're doing eight eight dollar cocktails at the time, you know, so I had to kind of like bring things back into like what we can do uh, in terms of running a business and having a little bit of a of a profit. So I started experimenting with other ways of of creating the the juice section. Um, and the the amazing thing about having this uh, this citrus acid blend that we call it is you have um, a blank palate sour. Um, so you, you don't have, what's awesome about making, uh, drinks the way that we make them is we can, you, you know, when you're in this sort of lab behind the scenes, you can kind of do whatever you want and we weigh everything. So we are down to the 0.1 gram on things. So you can add and remove flavors, you know, very precisely. So, sure. um, you can add as much or as little as you want. So, um, it, you know, th th that's been a fun sort of uh, evolution there. And so t 
taking out that that tincture um, in terms of cost, we I needed to look at that, and so I started thinking like, okay, well, it's really it's an infusion, uh, lime peel infusion. Well, what if I drop the lime peels in the in the acid blend, mm-hmm. um, and and made that taste like what we wanted it to taste. So, so you take uh, this blank palette, and then you add the peels from the citrus that you want it to taste like. Yep, that's amazing. Yeah, and it, and it you know it's very it's freaking difficult. I will tell you because the you have to really have to watch out for pith. You know, um, and you know just like when you're making a cocktail to order, you don't want to peel too much pith off because you're adding bitterness. Bitterness. Well, in this situation. Uh, the bitterness is it's compounded. It's, yeah. it's amazing. So that's been a trick. But uh, I, I'm thinking, and my staff agrees at the time or right now that we this is sort of our best version of of our acid mix. So um, and you you can. I mean, it's delicious. Thank you. If you handed me this and said this is a margarita, I wouldn't have questioned it at all. And that's then, what we're going you, for. And then if you came back and said it doesn't have any lime juice in it, I would have said. Give, Fuck you, you give, asshole! Give me another one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was the yeah. I mean, we want to, and you know, the the basis from our for our program and our cocktail menu anyway was to kind of attack the classics, what people know, what's familiar to them. So when they taste it, it um, rings a bell. There's a, yeah, there's a familiarity. I get it. It's already a different enough concept having a bar that is completely on tap. We didn't want to push any any more people away by having all these crazy, you know. And we do have custom blends that we that we do um but uh but yeah then the, the beauty of that blank palette sour is you don't have to have it taste like anything it can just be what pops or what makes your cocktail pop right you know what i mean it can give you that when you when you're uh how many times are you behind the bar and you're like ah this is i'm so close but it it, it just needs that little pop. pop you know um that's that's a huge bonus right there um you know it doesn't have to take you know you add lime juice or lemon juice ah, nah, nah, it tastes like lemon or lime and, right um yeah that's amazing i mean you know when we, when we were at booker we were always tinkering around with acids and stuff like that and i think that one of the greatest things that we did there was uh when nick bennett was the the bar captain he uh he looked at orange juice and he thought you know the, the, the argument the argument that's constantly going on bartenders hate orange juice is not acidic enough so it he acid he acid adjusted orange juice to be as bright as lemon juice but still tastes like orange juice amazing and everything changed it, uh, yeah yeah i believe it so that's amazing yeah i mean uh, yeah i did dave arnold again i mean these guys really hugely in, in, inspired me for uh for where we're at and what yeah. we're doing um well that's rad man uh what else you got in the bag let's taste another drink and yeah. talk about how you came up with it <laughs> sounds like they're doing some gardening on the roof i'm starting to forget how i did all of this <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's why everything moves so slow in our world. You get right up on something, and then you get drunk off of it, and then you wake up the next day and go, "How the fuck did I do that? The fuck, were we doing?" I don't remember. All right, this one. It's called. This is actually. I w- I would call this one our signature cocktail. Um, this one is not based on any classic or anything like that. Um, it's called Transmit the Box. It is uh, chipotle-infused El Peloton de la Muerte uh, mezcal, which is, I love. Um, Aperol, chocolate tincture, lime tincture, orange tincture, um, acid. I need my staff here to remind me what else is in it. <laughs> um, Heart, sweat, but it's, tears. Yeah, it's, it's a smoky, 
a smoky, you know, sour cocktail. Holy crap. That's delicious mm. as well. Clove tincture. Did you say something, We Matt? finish it. I thought I heard you say it was delicious. We finish it with clove tincture. With what? Clove? Clove tincture, Interesting. Yeah. Which I did. I did put a little bit in here, but not probably didn't spec it out quite right, but... Hmm. Um, right, because that's another thing I noticed when, when I was there drinking every single cocktail on your menu. <laughs> um, and t- to be fair, I was sharing them all with them. He tasted I saw the picture. They were half full. I was, yeah, exactly. Or half empty. Yeah. And I was sharing with someone, so we didn't... We, uh, we went to Jupiter Disco afterwards, and we were fine. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I had no idea how I got home, but there. <laughs> still. Um, Doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, uh, so this is delicious and smoky, and it's... Oh, the tea, you're, are you heading in the direction of what the little... Uh, yeah, so, so uh, yeah, you finished all your cocktails, or not all, but some. So just as in any bar, cocktails get finished with a twist, or right. a spray of Lafrague, or, uh, you know, a, whatever, garnish, etc. Yep. Lemon twist, pineapple wedge, etc. You had underneath each tap, not, not all of them, but some spray bottles... And that was your, your sort of finishing move on a lot of the drinks. Yeah, another... Uh, Is that what you're talking about here? This should have been like a little t- yeah, of yeah. The clove action. Yeah, yeah, we dropped it. But we I drop, do taste drop it. it in. Nice. I did drop it in, yeah. Because clove is a little numbing it'll, on your yeah, tongue. Yeah, it'll numb your... Yeah. When I was um, like, my, my uncle is a dentist, and when we were kids... This, this is a terrible story. When we were kids, uh, <laughs> he wouldn't, he, he's also a super um, religious fellow, and he wouldn't give the kids uh, any drugs when we had toothaches or whatever. He would, he'd say, here, suck on this. He'd give us a whole clove and say, put it between oh, your really? lip and gum and suck on it. It'll numb it. It won't hurt. But, That's but literally for 20 plus years after that, anything that had cloves in it, to me, tasted like a toothache. A little home- homeopathic uh, sushi. <laughs> so like the Christmas ham with all the cloves. I was like, that's just a toothache. I don't want that. Oh, yeah, that's pretty horrible. <laughs> but I'm over it. And I do taste it and I enjoy it, right? So this is delicious. But so let's talk about... <laughs> this This cocktail tastes like a toothache, bro. Yeah, well, hey, that could be a good thing. Um, so talk to the audience and myself about the... Um, those, those little sprays and those little finishing blows. So another inspiration from uh, the Amazing White Lion was their non-use of, I mean, their, their sustainability, really, yep. you know. Non, um, uh, the entire, uh, just in case anybody doesn't know, White, White Lion was uh, Tales of the Cocktail's uh, best cocktail, international cocktail bar, um, and uh, their whole program was non-perishable. They didn't even have ice. Uh, no. Everything on the bar was... Uh, uh, um, no garnish, no trash. Yeah, non- non-perishable. <laughs> Uh, so they prepared all cocktails in advance and then literally scaled them out on a gram scale into your glass. Yeah, they, weighed them, they weighed them to serve. We, we, weighed, we weigh our cocktails to, to, to keg, prepare, yeah, exactly. but they, they weighed to serve. It was amazing. It's an amazing experience. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was sort of, you know, so I, uh, my experience with um, fancy garnishes, and I'm, I'm not saying that I'm against that. I'm just saying my, my experience was a lot of times if the drink doesn't get ordered, there's, a, there's times that you're throwing these garnishes mm-hmm. away. They go bad, especially when you're talking her- herbs and, you know, things like that. Um, so I wanted to avoid that. So we did, we, we've got, you know, our, their tinctures, their aromatic uh, sprays basically to um, emulate, you know, the, uh, the uh, spray, you know, the the twist and the, to you emulate know, those aromas and those the aromas, the, yeah, those oily it's all about the nose, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, um, aroma is ninety percent of flavor. Yeah, ninety. It's crazy. Um, some of them are dropped in. Ninety um, percent of them are sprayed across the top uh, on the finish or before uh, the drink is poured in. Um, so that is our garnish. We don't use bar napkins. Um, we, there's only a couple drinks that we use straws in. Um, we really try to keep our, you know, we have, obviously we, we don't, uh, serve bottles or cans of beer or anything like that. So our, our trash is extremely minimal there. That's great. Um, yeah. Try to be a little bit s- sustainable there. So, 
yeah, um, aiming for sustainability. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, or it's just, you just know, aiming it's, for a minimal footprint. You it's, know, you're, yeah, it's you're like not, yeah, it's like a, there's a byproduct of that. It's like you want things to be sort of easy and streamlined, you know, and, and this is easy and streamlined, but it also you know is good for the environment and that kind of thing. So yeah, it's it's weirdly we I think we constantly think of ourselves as forward thinking when we when we try and do these things. Meanwhile. That's kind of how it used to be. Yeah. We're kind of just kind of getting very, back very to... Very good point. We're kind of just trying to get back to, like, doing things the right way. Yeah, what do I need all this shit? I'm just... Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 just, it's just about the drink, right? It's literally yeah. garbage. I don't buy straws at a Mori Margo. Because um, I, can, I can't get around the fact that the I, feel like, the, I feel like it's a giant box that's garbage with a bunch of little boxes inside of it yes. that are garbage with a, little, with a bunch of one-time-use pieces of plastic wrapped in a one-time-use piece of paper. I'm literally like, buying garbage... And then, then paying someone to haul it away. Yeah, and you got a guy that wants has to have a straw, but they just bend it over in their glass to drink out of it, or you know they're chewed up, or they're in your sink, or you know. Yeah. So miserable. The only ones that we put it in is actually our nugget ice drinks because you kind of. I get have that. Of course, of course. There's a time and a place, but then you can even get nerdy and go down the road of you know metal straws, the, absolutely, et cetera, yeah. which they're doing over at Margoto, right, Matt? Booyah. He, he just puts his thumb up. He, doesn't, he's, he refused. People steal those? We have re- people stealing our refused. fucking glasses constantly. Well, your glasses are adorable. We can talk about those for a second. So you use all beakers, right? Scientific yeah. beakers. So yeah. they're like graduated on the side. Yeah. As you know, we didn't do that to be kitschy or... They're economical. They're, they're not Dude. expensive. <laughs> yeah. I you mean, price one of those out when you're trying to price a flute or a, or a coupe. Yeah. Oh, my God. They're a bucket piece. Right, and then you got all the sizes. You got the tiny one for shots, the medium size yeah, one for everything. low ball, we got old a fashioned. Pint, 500 mil. We have 500 mil, 250 mil uh, tall boy, which would be our version of like a Collins. A high ball, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, and we then, got a 250 low boy, which is like our, our uh, old fashioned, which is just a smushed version of the tall boy. And then we have we got 140 mil, which is like our on the rocks pour. And then we have uh, a 50 mil, which is what we do our cocktail shots in because it has a 30 mil line. But it really that's, was I was about to say, that's the great part about it. These, all these drinks are on tap and the, the vessel is graduated. It's so you can, lines. You can yeah, measure. Like, you're was, measuring. You're was, still jiggering. That was just like, <laughs> it was like a, a booyah because you're like, oh my God, like they're super cheap. They've got measuring lines on them. So yeah. they're, you know, it's, it's just a, a sort of a no brainer. And then it, it, it comes across like super, you know, kitschy and whatever but that's well i think in a very subtle way it speaks to what you're doing in the in the quote-unquote kitchen lab right it says like we're serious we're we're measuring things we're not just this isn't a throwaway yeah no which i think the proof's in the pudding by the way as soon as someone gets a drink in their hand i'm sure they're convinced yeah and that's all i mean i really appreciate you saying that yeah that's all i mean you come in and have a drink and and then make a decision it's a pretty small investment to investigate right absolutely you know especially yeah your highest price cocktails 11 bucks or whatever Yeah. yeah Welcome to Bushwick, man. Yeah. Can't do that in Manhattan. Um, And then we can talk just real briefly about uh, the show's coming to a close. Oh, wow. But uh, we'll talk uh, real briefly about how, how in fact, those graduated glasses play into your secret menu. Do you want to talk about the secret menu or do you want to leave it alone? It's a secret. No, let's talk about it, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so so, uh, quickly because I also want to talk about the wandering barman. Um, So, yeah, we we also wanted to be able to make drinks to order. Um, So how can you do that? Uh, well, you start mixing cocktails, uh, which there are not many places in the world uh, that I know of that can make drinks by mixing cocktails. So, uh, mixing finished cocktails, anyway. So, um, you know, from an inspiration of like, uh, you know, a gas station or a pharmacy soda uh, soda, soda tower, um, doing your uh, 
what do they call it? The Hail Mary of the... The suicide. Suicide. Suicide, yeah. So, Did you say something, Matt? <laughs> he's agreeing. Yeah, but yeah, he spoke. Um, he spoke. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, my, 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 myself and uh, one of our staff, uh, Mark, we started talking about, you know, maybe creating a, a secret menu and, you know, because he had asked me, have you experimented with, like, adding cocktails to cocktails? And right. I was like, yeah, dude, it's kind of cool. Like, some of these things taste really fucking good together, you know? Well, yeah, so... so I know we're going to get off this because we're going to talk one more thing before we go, but that's how I feel about what I do at Amori Margo. Not that I'm actually mixing cocktails with cocktails, but I mix Amaro's with Amaro's and make cocktails Which, out of it. An Amaro feels like a cocktail. Oh, absolutely, man. So get yourself over to yours sincerely and yeah. have a drink off the menu, of course, but then have one off the secret menu. You just have to tag, you just have to do an Instagram post and tag yours sincerely and you get, it is uh, a invisible ink situation, so you get yeah, yeah. Uh, black no, don't, light. Don't give it all away. Oh, it's, 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 it's a secret. It's charming. Yes, exactly. Now, you make prepared cocktails, you make kegged cocktails. Where are you going with all this? So next side project, uh, I've, I've been uh, enlisted in doing a uh, consultantship for a new uh, bottle cocktail company that's coming. It's sent, set to launch in uh, August. It's called Wandering Barman. The Wandering Barman. Yep. Um, doing prepared bottled cocktails. Uh, coming to market with four expressions um, based on cocktail that we have on tap at Yours Sincerely. Amazing. Um, we're doing a uh, our Swipe Right, which is our date bourbon infused old fashioned. Uh, we're doing the uh, Administered Dose, which is our, our spin on the penicillin. Um, doing a hibiscus daiquiri uh hibiscus basil daiquiri and uh a drink called the socialite which is a uh, gin old-fashioned with uh, cucumber elderflower celery um yeah. and, you, and you've got them right here in front of me they're 100 milliliter bottles with yep. a beautiful label on there and they're ready to drink do, ready do you, to drink do dilution you need, involved so you don't even need we to put them on ice you, we prefer if you put them over ice okay. uh absolutely you know because really we're going for like it's a craft cocktail we want you to drink it like it, it was a craft cocktail right on. um but you can have it in scenarios that you at the moment are craft cocktails aren't available so so we can look for the wandering barman in august yeah we're going to bars restaurants airlines hotel mini bars it sounds great. And if they taste as good as these drinks that I've just had, which I, I'm absolutely... You've actually confident. had oh, the most we had. of them. Well, if you've oh, been to the bar, up, a lot oh, of right, them. Right, because they're yeah. off your menu, yeah. which, I had, which I had all of. Um, so what's the... Plug yourself real fast. Address, email, or address, we, uh, website, uh, etc. Yours Sincerely. Uh, we are yoursincerely.co. Uh, we forgot to put the M on the com. Um, just kidding. We just weren't able to get it. So it is yoursincerely.co. Uh, 41 Wilson Avenue in Bushwick. Um, we are 5 to 2 a.m., uh, 5 to midnight on Sundays. Nice. And Wandering Barman, we'll just look for it. Wandering Barman. Uh, oh, Wandering Barman. Uh, let me grab my... You dig for that. WanderingBarman.com. Oh, easy enough. WanderingBarman.com. Wandering Barman. Yeah, set to launch uh, end of summer, August. We're, we're looking. Red. I'm going to wrap up the show real fast. It was great having you on, Darren. Uh, I encourage everyone to get over to uh, Yours Sincerely in Brooklyn and look, my out, pleasure. and look out for Wandering Barman as well. Um, coming up, a few things. I'm going to plug myself. On the 19th, I'm going to be teaching a class at ICE, the Institute of Culinary Inst- uh, Education here in New York City, uh, all about Amaro's and um, uh, cocktails. Next nice. Wednesday on the show, Tanya Guffey, highly anticipated. She's going to bring Jackson Stamper with her, her, her man, and he's going to uh, possibly bring us some snacks because he is uh, one of the... Uh, sous chefs over at uh, Employees Only. Tony Guffey is just a hero of ours in our minds. 
as a, as a bar uh, professional. Uh, the following week, we got uh, Kyle and Rachel Ford from the Ford uh, Marketing Lab. The following week, uh, my team's going to be on here. Um, Robbie DeRossi, Max Green, and myself from uh, Coup, which is my bar, where we donate 100% of our profits to charity. Congratulations so. on the Tales Nod, by the way. Oh, thank you. you yes, to yes. win 100%. Oh, uh, well. I, I appreciate that. Um, so, yeah, uh, so come over to Coup and drink uh, uh, drink with a purpose, but listen to us on the show. That'll be on the 5th of July. Damon Bolte will be back here next week to join us on the show. For today, I'm signing off on the Speakeasy. Please tune into Heritage Radio Network to listen to hundreds of other shows just like this one. Uh, and, uh, you know, always go to our website and hit that beating heart to donate and keep the shows on air. Thank you so much for joining us on the Speakeasy. Cheers, guys. Thank you. So you don't shun the devil with your rock and roll load Knows that country music's gonna save your soul The in them rhythm and blues that sound It's gonna get you some in the Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network Food radio supported by you For our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events Subscribe to our newsletter Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Rate the shows you like, tell your friends, and please... Join our community by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening.